Thank you for joining us today for the Conform to Christ podcast, where we aim to engage the mind, affect the heart, and call people to follow Christ. My name is George Mays, and with me is Jay Jones. What's going on? Good morning. Morning. Today is Free for All Friday, and we've got uh, quite the lineup. Mm. Indeed we do. Yeah. it's uh, If I were just to throw all out what we're going to hit today and talk about, you might have, what's... What's this all got to do with anything? But there is a connecting theme. As we'll see, what we're going to talk about today is kind of a, um, a a clear demonstration, I think, of what happens when the biblical creation account is uh, rejected, what we would call anth- our anthropology. That's the technical theological term, right? What is a man? What is a woman? Um, what are we? Right. And... When a mind, right, is totally informed by another view, uh, what can happen in the world? And we're going to see. We're going to see today what what can happen in the world when we uh, we don't believe God and we create our own standards. Yeah, I mean, we we have um, a culture that is completely bought into Darwinian evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're just the product of time and, and chance, yeah. um, you know, billions of years of evolution. You know what I always find to be incredibly um, ironic, and I'll just say stupid. What is time? Right, <laughs> it's just a measurement. It's a measurement. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. What is chance, George? That again is not something that yeah. actually does anything. Yeah, you're taking the advanced math, you know, you can you mm-hmm. do statistics and you can do all these other things. Chance, another measurement. Right. Uh, time and chance. Yeah, they don't do anything. They can't do anything, so you can't have a, a universe that's governed by time and chance. Time, time and chance can't, yeah. can't give I, us anything. I, I am, um, you know, I, I tutor some homeschool students once a week and we're going through R.C. Sproul's book, uh, the consequences of ideas. Mm-hmm. And he's just giving uh, kind of a brief survey of of some major philosophers throughout history. Okay. And um, one of the things that he brings out is the idea that that everything, the universe, all of this matter came out of nothing, which is is what atheistic scientists want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it violates the law of non-contradiction. Right. And so just... Just using the basic tools of logic, which everyone does. Right. Um, you, you use logic to um, formulate ideas to, to make arguments. Uh, the very basic one, like the, the foundational one, um, is the law of non-contradictions. Mm-hmm. That something can't be and not be at the same time in the same relationship. Yes. Um, and so to say that there was nothing and then there was something mm-hmm. is to violate the law of non-contradiction because right. where did that something come from exactly well they they've got it, they have to they have to weasel in something yeah they create all kinds of nonsense statements yeah um and so uh, what's, but, but what's, this is but this is this is what our culture yeah. i mean th- this is it it's uh it's just presented as this is the absolute facts this is the truth and well, there's, con- there's consequences to these, to especially, these ideas. Yeah, yeah, there's consequences, especially if a PhD says it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be true, right? Right. One of my favorite quotes ever from John Lennox, you know, the world-renowned mathematician. Yeah. Well, maybe not so world-renowned because he's a Christian. People don't like him. But he is that caliber right? yeah. from Oxford. Um, 
what's the uh, uh, Stephen Hawking? That's it. Stephen yeah. Hawking in his uh, most most recent book, I believe, he says, uh, "Given the laws of physics, the universe can and must create itself." <laughs> right. Given the laws of physics, so John Lennox says, "You know what that proves? That really, pe- really, really smart people can say really stupid things." <laughs> yeah. Because it's a nonsense statement. Yeah. It means nothing. Right. But it was oh profound. Mm-hmm. Profound. It doesn't mean anything. It contradicts itself. Right. Like where the where the laws of physics come from in the first place. Yeah. You're you're assuming that they are eternal. You ha- yes. Well, I they guess. redefine what they mean by nothing. Of right. course. Right. <laughs> right. Because and, you can't you can't have nothing that that something springs out of because nothing will always and forever create only nothing. So now what they've done, and it's all it's all pure theory and pure speculation. There's mm-hmm. no science to back it right. up. But infinite universe is what they've now come up with. Infinite universe, mm-hmm. but infinity is impossible an impossibility because right. if there is infinity, we never arrive at the present. Mm-hmm. So this has been talked. This this stuff has been talked about by philosophers for a long time. Yeah. It's just that when scientists start to dabble with it, they don't realize. Oh, we're making nonsense statements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you're right. But Ide- it ha- but ideas it has con- have consequences. But it has consequences and this yeah. is being this is being pushed as this is reality and um people are buying into it. They're living according to this. Yeah. That's right. Um, if there's no ab- and uh, there's a lot of things that are going into it, there's no absolute truth. Sure. And people are being taught that there's no absolute truth. There's your truth, Jay, and there's my truth, but there's there's no we can both be right. Mm-hmm. Again, the law of non-contradiction is being violated. Um, but uh, as people are taking this, and uh, you got to do what's best for yourself, you've got to, you know, it's all about your fulfillment. It's all about your potential. Right. Um, and no one has the right to infringe upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, these ideas, they have consequences. Sure. And that's uh, that's what we're going to see in... in uh, the different topics that we talk about today. Yes, yes, that's right. So you've got one that I think is really a strange, absurd. You, you hit me up. I said, don't <laughs> don't give it to me all because I want to save it for free for all Friday. Yeah. But you you text this thing to me about the Supreme Court case, um, Oklahoma Supreme yeah. Court, Oklahoma Supreme Oklahoma Court. Supreme there we Court. Go. Yep. So now even stranger because of what else happened. Well, in this may be this, this may be just the Court of Criminal Appeals. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's the. Yeah, it's the Court of Criminal Appeals. This story on the this 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 broke on the Oklahoman um, on the first okay. uh, of this month. For some reason, I can read it on my phone, but when I go onto the Oklahoman on my iPad, it wants me to pay. Weird shenanigans. Yeah, is what it is. So this article uh, it broke on uh, on Monday. The title of this article, and you can uh, everyone can uh, look this up. Can a pregnant woman be charged with child neglect? In Oklahoma, hmm. what do you think, Jay? Before I read, before I read this article for you, what do you what do you think? According to the laws on the books, uh, can a pregnant woman be charged with child neglect in Oklahoma? So. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, am I right? The Oklahoma Court of Criminal Appeals has agreed for a second time that a mother can be charged with child neglect for illegal drug use during pregnancy. Yeah. So this is the um, this is the case of uh, a, a woman who was uh, was pregnant with I believe her second child. Uh, and this was uh, sure Cla- has a child. Claremore, uh, Tammy Leanne Ware mm. um, is was accused of child neglect 
uh, quote, through their failure to protect her from exposure to the use or possession of illegal drugs. Mm. That's, that makes sense, right? Right. Like you're, you're pregnant. The drugs are harming the child. She had a miscarriage and the baby died. All right. Yeah. So that's not, that's not the absurdity of the story. That's, that's who brought, a, that's who a brought like a story. charge against her? The father? No, the father was also um, charged with child neglect. Okay. Because he uh, he was complicit. He he supplied the drugs. Yeah, he supplied the drugs. Uh huh. Um, the story is it's pretty sad. They um they actually let's see they they uh, originally let's see they found the um they found the stillborn child uh, in a dumpster. So they disposed of the of the baby after she had this, uh, this miscarriage and they tested it. Uh, and, uh, there was the presence of meth. Mm-hmm. So she was a meth head. They initially charged, um, this woman with second degree murder, but they amended the count to child neglect. Mm. But here's, here's what I want to talk about. So you can, you can go find the article and, and read everything about it. But here's, here's what I want to, uh, to talk about. It's, it's what the it's what the judges said okay in their ruling yeah they said this uh this is from judge gary lumpkin in his uh his opinion mm. on the on the case he wrote while the medical community has various labels for the development of a child in the womb those labels do not guide this court in the application of our state's criminal law statutes all persons should take notice that a child in the womb will be protected under oklahoma law Mm. Uh, this was a this was a five five to nothing decision yeah um that this uh this these parents committed child abuse Mm. um actually i think there's two different people on here oh so this is okay so these parents they actually they actually had a baby girl who was addicted to meth Mm. already in 2017 and this this child was taken away from them wow um and she actually said that she uh she had not intended to keep the baby anyway that their last child had been taken away for the same reasons Mm. terrible um the uh they the prosecutors they they okay here's the um here's another Here's another uh, judge in 2019 who threw out the amended um, count uh, ruling, quote, for this court to apply the statute to a fertilized egg, zygote, embryo, fetus, or any of the month or trimesters of pregnancy would require it to legislate from the bench, which is prohibited. Huh. And so the Court of Criminal Appeals reversed the ruling and said, just as a viable fetus may be the victim of a homicide or an assault with a dangerous weapon, so too may he or she be a victim of child neglect under the facts presented by this case. Uh, A child several weeks away from birth, as was the fetus in this case, is every bit as vulnerable to and in need of protection from neglect and its potential harm as a child one minute after birth. (sighs) The judge goes on to say, this is not a case about a woman's right to an abortion or any person's right to secure contraceptives. Sure, yeah, of course. Are you, you seeing? Are that. you seeing some? Uh, are you seeing some? Right. 
uh, absurd contradictions there, yeah. Jay. Yeah. In order to live in this world, like um, by these standards, these man-made arbitrary standards, you've got to really be okay with living in total contradictions and absurdities. Yeah. And you just have to, like, I guess, pretend and go on like they're not there. Like, where's the magic line? According to these judges, they're trying to treat this child as as a human, which we would agree with, right. but where where's the line? And and right. so they you gotta draw the line somewhere. Who's drawing the line? Well, some person, some legislator, some judge. Yeah. Someone's gonna say, This is the line that we, you can go to and no further. And it's complete insanity. So where you could have them saying this is this is a criminal act. Um but yet in this nation and even in Oklahoma, if the woman just would have decided a little bit sooner well, here's the problem. Hey, I want to take a drug yeah. and literally drug my baby to, to death. death. Right. It would be totally legal in Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, here's the here's it's the insane. here's the problem with Oklahoma law and and you can go and look this up. It's it's on the books. Just like this judge said, all persons should take notice that a child in the womb will be protected under Oklahoma law. Right. Oklahoma law already defines a person as from conception to natural death. Right. It, it's already on the books, and this these uh, this uh, court of criminal appeals is holding up Oklahoma's law that a child in the womb is a person and has equal protection under the law. But you continue through Oklahoma's laws, and it says with the exception of an abortion, <laughs> right? So you can you can kill your baby intentionally. But if you do it unintentionally, then yeah. you're charged with well, you you're have charged to, with a crime. Well, the the issue is is you have to hire a professional hitman to do it. Right. So as long as you hire a professional hitman and it's done in a sanitary environment, mm-hmm. and then later you dispose of the body uh, appropriately, well, then they won't charge you with anything. Yeah. That's the insanity. Yeah, in which we find ourselves today. Yeah, it's just the the laws in Oklahoma they contradict. Yeah. They contradict each other. So this this goes into the the next topic that we want to talk about, which is a Senate bill that was brought uh, to the um, Health and Human Services yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, HB four nine five. That's the correct number, I think. I always want to say SB thirteen. Uh, that yeah. was last 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 go rounds. Yeah, with that whole fiasco. There's tons of history with that, um, and the opposition of the 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 pro life pro life. In quotes, right? Pro life. How crazy is that? Like pro life or against that? Uh, SB thirteen. Same thing. HB four nine five. So Health and Human Services Committee is um, the committee which hears these things, like any any pro life bills, uh, any abolitionist bills. Like they've got to go through there, yeah. right? So first, the committee has to have a hearing on a bill, vote on the bill up or down yes yes no to to then pass it along to be uh argued for in the senate right mm-hmm. so last time you remember what happened with sb13 which would which would criminalize abortion and you know we went through and made all kinds of videos answering people's objections and their straw man arguments and things of that nature it pretty much just said we're going to do what is already on the books for Oklahoma yeah. and, and remove that mm-hmm. exception. Yeah. So Joseph Silk took SB 13 because they wouldn't even hear it. They wouldn't even hear it in the Health and Human Services Committee. Uh, they did some procedural nonsense to 
Like they're not going to hear it. Right. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to take it straight to the floor. I don't know all the inner workings of that, but apparently you can just do that. You can take your straight to the floor, demand an up or down vote. So that's what he did. So he got them all on record. Mm-hmm. So they were all on record. All of these pro-life Republicans are on record voting against a bill that would criminalize abortion. Right. And they didn't. They they thought that was, you know, they were exposed. <laughs> right. And man, it, you know, so it's pretty tense. So this year, I was talking to uh, Dusty, who's up there, uh, one of our friends who's up there yesterday. So it appears that what they did yesterday with HB four nine five is they said, you know what, we're just going to throw these other dudes under the bus. We're going to make the the Health and Human Services Committee hear this bill and vote on it, and they'll vote it down so it can never come to us. Mm-hmm. That'll kill it for two years, and so we'll throw ten senators under the bus, and it'll shield the rest of us. From all of this other stuff, so that's what they did. That's yeah. what they did. They uh, Hamilton brought it forward. He's it was his bill. He argues for it, uh, equal protection for the unborn, and uh, it got voted down. Yeah, everybody voted against it. Ten, ten to zero, right? Yeah, they uh, they um, I guess from what they were saying, there wasn't even any questions from any of the Republicans, mm. pro life people, no questions. Yeah, and. Boom. Killed it. Hmm. That's in Oklahoma, George. The most conservative, religious, pro-life place in the union. Yeah. And you can't, a a bill can't even, see, it just passes from that committee, right, to be argued for Mm -hmm. in the Senate, which is what we would think we want in a free and open society. Yeah. We want to have these things argued back and forth, and they don't even want that. They don't want that. Yeah. They don't even want it to be brought there mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, and it's sad what the pro you know the quote unquote pro life movement does. Um, Jeff Durbin, uh, out in uh, Arizona, he's he's been uh, he's been posting some stuff about what's going on in Arizona because they had they had a bill to abolish abortion also. And uh, he, he posted something from Kathy Harrod, who is at the Center for Arizona Policy. And I guess there's another bill that is coming to, uh, to the Senate Judiciary Committee um, today, I guess, in mm-hmm. Arizona, where uh, the policymakers, and this is, what it, this is what this person who's pro-life wrote. Okay. And I want you to see how pro-life this is, Jay. Like, this is... These are our pro-life Republicans. Mm -hmm. Arizona policymakers have long adopted pro-life laws, earning the recognition from America's United for Life as being at or among the top pro-life states in the country year after year. As a commitment to protecting the lives of the pre-born and the well-being and safety of their mothers, SB 1457 clarifies and adds additional common-sense laws. Oh, yeah. I'm, All sure, right. I'm sure they are. This is for the well-being and safety of the babies and the mothers. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. It's uh, okay. Affirming the value of all human life. Mm. You want to hear what's in this bill, Jay? Yeah. It establishes that the laws of Arizona will be interpreted in the context of valuing all human life. Whatever that means. Right. That's about as vague as you can get. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping the bill goes into that a little bit more, <laughs> more yeah. detail. Prohibits abortions on the basis of genetic abnormalities such as mm. Down syndrome. Right. Clarifies that abortion-inducing drugs may not be distributed through the mail. Prohibits 
any public contracts with abortion providers or affiliates. Prohibits public schools from promoting abortion or experimenting with aborted human remains. Calls for the burial or cremation of aborted human remains. And get this one. Repeals pre-row law punishing women who get abortions. Because they have that on the – it's already on Arizona it's our, law. It's yeah. already an Arizona law that it's illegal to get an abortion. So and the, they just never it, – it's like Oklahoma law where yeah. it's it's already – a person is already defined as – Yes. as from conception, and but then they have the abortion bill, and so you've, you've got they just these contradictory bills, they so just they just ignore it. it. Yeah. Now, this this pro-life bill is repealing the law that punishes women who get an abortion. Yeah. That's uh, where we are. That's where we are. So it, it means that um, you can get an abortion, you just can't abort a Down syndrome baby. Yeah. You can abort a healthy baby, but yeah. not a Down syndrome baby. Yeah. Um, if you just don't want the baby... You can, you can murder it. Yeah. Um, it needs to be, they need to give it a burial, mm-hmm. give the baby a burial. Um, yeah. And you can't punish the woman because we all know that the woman is uh, this innocent <laughs> victim. Yeah. Anyone who really believes that should just go to an abortion clinic. That's all you got to do. Go to an abortion clinic, try to talk down any woman that's going in there, um, and you will be absolutely shocked at what, at what you find, the vitriol. Yeah. Um, and many of them will just openly acknowledge it. I mean, you can Google it. You can find plenty of videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's a baby. I have a right to kill the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't even have to yeah. go far to, to find this stuff. No, it's it's rampant. I've seen it in person. Um, many of our friends have seen it in person. It's that's why, that's why I said in the sermon a couple of weeks ago and what we said on here, the argument has shifted. Right, it used to be kind of an argument from, oh, this is a clump of cells. Yeah, back when Roe was passed, because we were so ignorant. Uh, apparently, we were ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. But now everybody's just like, yeah, it's a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's a baby. So what? My life's more important than the baby's life. Right. That's where we are. I'm not. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I've got a career to think about. Right. Um, We've already got children. We got. We have Look as many up, children as we want. I'm not gonna pull up these stats up, but but tons. Like yeah, a lot of these people already have children, mm-hmm. so they know what they're doing. Yeah. And this is where we are, man. This yeah. is so that we were listening to a, a video clip before we started recording of of a woman in Norman. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And the person that was asking her questions asked, uh, "Have you thought about?" giving your baby up to a loving family yeah yeah and her response was well no one's going to raise my children except no one's going to raise my child but me so like he's you, like, you'd rather you'd rather you'd murder rather your baby you, than than have someone else raise your child yes the answer that's is yes. that's yeah. wicked yeah it's just completely wicked the, there there are i am sure legitimately victimized women no there there who, are who are forced to get abortions yeah the, the, i'm i'm i have no doubt about that but there are women that are human trafficked, yeah. and they're forced to get abortions. But there are women who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So what would happen in these laws? People say, well, you can't. Those mm-hmm. are victims. You can't charge them with murder. Right. What would happen in a woman that's been uh, victimized by a man who's forced to have an abortion? What would happen to her under the laws? We already have laws. We already have laws that deal with this. That yeah, deal we, with are, these we already have laws that, that deal with this. Right. If you are a victim... You're not charged with a crime. Right. You're not charged. The the man, the man 
right any anyone involved in that victimization they're the ones who would be charged with a crime they yes. they would be charged with murder exactly along with everything else that they've done but that, the the woman wouldn't but that's why all these arguments, counter-arguments, they're all just straw men arguments. Yeah. They don't deal with the reality. The law, we already recognize different levels of, of murder. Uh-huh. That's why we have first degree, second degree, third degree. We've got manslaughter, reckless yeah, yeah. endangerment. We, yeah. we have this stuff already on the books. All we're, all we're calling for is equal protection under the law. Mm. So the, the same court that would say that, that um, these parents are guilty of child abuse and child neglect for um, taking drugs during the pregnancy. Um, we're just saying, okay, apply apply the same laws about homicide right. to that same child. Exactly. Don't don't let the don't let them say, hey, we'll uh, we'll poison poison our baby if it's scheduled right. in a nice clean environment. And as it's long, done, as it's done it's, by a professional. As long as it's sanitized, as long as it's licensed. Yeah. And uh, as and long it, as they're you know, as long as they're they get they're given a proper burial. Yeah. They know that's that's just the that's just it, right? They know why why, you, why, why would you, why, why would you need to give a proper why burial? would you want to give the baby a proper burial if it's well, not really a person? They when, know it's a person. When you cut out somebody's cancer, you don't give the cancer a proper burial, right? Like everyone knows what's going on. That's yeah. what that's what that's what I keep trying to help everybody to see. Yeah, you can't address that. You have to address this from a spiritual mm-hmm. uh, aspect because this is a spiritual battle, right? This is a battle for the minds, for, yeah. for the minds of people. And this is not about, this is not ultimately about women's choice. This is about worshiping a demon. Yeah. This is Moloch worship. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't doing this. Um, they weren't doing this because, well, it's my body, my choice. It was, I'm going to appease my idol. Mm-hmm. And people are still doing the same thing. They may not be putting it in the the arms of this this bronze idol, but they're still getting abortions. They're still murdering their children for the sake of their idols, for their gods. Mm-hmm. They have to appease their gods, mm-hmm. and it's the it's whatever god they're worshiping, whether it's their career or um, just their their comfort. They can't go out. Their they lifestyle. Can't, they can't go out. Yeah, their lifestyle. Yeah, they're they're still appeasing their idols. They're Educa- still appeasing education. their gods. Education, all of it. Yeah, so you can't, you can't, like you said, you can't treat this as just they don't know. We just need to educate them. We need to make sure that they are lifted out of poverty. That's not it. Yeah, they're worshiping false gods, and that's why they murder their babies. Right. Nothing has changed in millennia. It hasn't, and and so here's the question, George. Okay, let's help to snap us out of this illusion we live in. Oklahoma is like considered the most pro-life state, the most conservative state, one of the most religious states. How just, in, like, just like Arizona? Yeah. How, how George, in Oklahoma, where I think it's of every 2,000 people, 500 say they're Southern Baptist. Mm. Everyone says they're a Christian down here. There's churches everywhere. There are churches on every street corner in Oklahoma. How can we not get a bill passed in Oklahoma? <laughs> That's the question. Yeah. Here's what I think is going on, okay? I think the reality is far darker and far worse than people want to admit. Yeah. I think the majority of people in Oklahoma that self-identify as Christians do not know Christ. Hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to go even broader. I told you this earlier, George Whitfield was kicked out of the churches in England. Yeah. And he said the reason 
none of you will have me is because you're all unregenerate, and most of your pastors are unregenerate. And so they kick the one of the greatest preachers ever to live. <laughs> all right. He's preaching the new birth. You must be born again. They're like, get out of here with that nonsense. Um, I think we're there. I yeah. think the majority of people in Oklahoma that self-identify as Christians, even in our legislators, our Republican legislators, mm-hmm. I got to ask that question. How, in, when given the opportunity to do the right thing, uh, even if it makes you unpopular, you're, you're given the opportunity to do the right thing. How do you shoot it down? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer that's got to be explored is that they don't know Christ. Yeah. Because when someone becomes a Christian, the, the terms that Jesus uses, Jesus uses the term born again. What, what does that term kind of imply? Let's go at it from this angle. What happens when someone becomes a Christian? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the idea that you are spiritually dead and now you are coming to new life. Mm-hmm. Um, God is, the, the language of the Old Testament is he's taking out your heart of stone and he's giving you a heart of flesh. He's taking that old nature and he's replacing it with a new nature. So mm-hmm. Paul can write that those who are in Christ are new creation. Yes. They're, they're a new creature. Yeah. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Yes. Um, they, have, they have new desires. They have new affections. And um, pouring out of that new nature and that new, those new desires and affections is new actions, Yes. Now you now you are thinking differently. You're acting differently. You're talking differently. You're loving the things of God rather than the things of this world. Yeah. You you begin to love what God loves and hate what God hates. Right. Um, and it's it it can look different for different people. Some people skyrocket up at the beginning. You know what I mean. Yeah. But some people go slowly and gra- more gradually. Mm-hmm. But but the affections, the mind, the way of seeing the world. These things begin to change because God is doing the changing. It's grace. The yeah. Holy Spirit comes into this person's life, mm-hmm. begins to literally conform the person's mind to Christ's mind. Right. We have the mind of Christ. And um, we begin to love Christ. And Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, take up your cross and follow me. Right For the disciple... They're willing to do that. They're willing to suffer. Yeah. They're willing to face being ostracized, being slandered, being disassociated with their political party. All of these things are part of counting the cost. And so I think what is clear is that our legislators, though claiming to be Christians, their actions cause me to question if they if they know Christ? Mm-hmm. I think it's a fair question. Just like any person in our church, right? If, I mean, all we can do as a church body is hold each other accountable. I mean, this may come as a shock to people that churches would actually do church discipline. <laughs> but, you know, if we've got some some guy, and he claim, you know, he claim, he's a church member, claims to be a believer, but he's uh, beaten his kids. Right. If we turn a blind eye, I mean, mm-hmm. we would go, hey... Um, that's not the behavior of a Christian, yeah. Or he's cheating on his wife. Like we'd say, hey, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Your mind seems to be the mind of an unbeliever. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and that's not to that's not to say that Christians don't sin in um, terrible ways. 
Um, sure. But when confronted with it, yes, a Christian is going to respond one way, and a, and a non-Christian is going to respond another way. Yeah. And what's happening in our legislature is they're being confronted. They're not that the, they can turn a blind eye, but they're being confronted with the reality that um, these pro these you know quote unquote pro life laws are simply legislating murder and con- and and allowing it to be perpetuated in Oklahoma. Right. And there's another bill that actually wants to cross the the finish line. Yeah. Um. It, it's one thing to incrementally make it so that abortion is impossible, but I don't see the I don't see these pro these incremental pro life laws doing that. They're they're not moving closer to the the finish line. No, we've been at this for almost fifty years. Yeah, you know, um, and, and so the 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 legislature they're they are being confronted with this, and you've got you've got people who go to mega churches in Oklahoma who are in the Senate and in the house and they, they tout, you know, they're, they're Christians and they're, they're, they good, ra- they're good church members and, and they raise money and their, pa- their pastors speak up for them and, and all of this. And when they're confronted with this, they're not even sympathetic to it. Yeah. They simply shut it down. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to even say, let's, Let's talk about this and let's try to come to um, an understanding so we can accomplish this. They, they don't want to talk about it. They do these shady, behind-the-scenes um, ploys, political ploys to kill a bill, and then they celebrate Rose Day. They celebrate Rose Day because they can keep raising money. Mm-hmm. The problem is you have all of these Christians all over the place, and they are just simply denying the reality of the image of God, yeah, they're applying the image of God as as law, right? Uh, the God's covenant with with Noah, um, whoever sheds uh, the blood of man, right? By by man, by man, his blood shall be shed. It's right. it's capital punishment, yeah. And the reason there's that high of a price is because the image of God is the most valuable thing according to God in the mm-hmm. universe, right? Not according to man, like we have a we have a low view of man, obviously, yeah. but according to God, it's the most valuable thing that He's created is the is His image bearers in the world. So to kill an image bearer of God mm-hmm. is the highest crime, uh, other than idolatry. And so they're selectively applying it so that I'm claiming to be a Christian, but I'll apply it in some senses, but in others I'll just pretend that this. This well, they'll probably call it a thing. This thing inside a woman is not the image of God. Mm-hmm. It's just something else. Yeah. Until it gets to a certain point, or until these criteria are met, well, then we'll we'll say this is the image of God, right? And we'll and we'll treat it as such. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's craziness, man. I I, I want to think that a lot of professing Christians who are still um, hanging on to. We just got to pass more pro-life laws. I, I want to believe that they simply are um, uneducated in this, that they haven't been confronted with it. I hadn't been confronted with it for, for years. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're we're talking, what, four years mm-hmm. um, since I became an abolitionist? Um, so I, I want to think that a lot of Christians are just 
uh, uneducated, they're misinformed about what abolition is. I believe that. Um, and so we're trying to educate people. That's that's part yeah. of what we're trying to do. We're trying to get the word out. It's a major mental shift to take it place. Is. Uh, but I think, but it's the bi- it's the biblically consistent yes. one. Yes, it is, and that's what that's how you have to phrase it. Like we're calling you to be obedient right. to and consistent yeah. with. God's view of the world. Yeah. We're not we're not calling you to punish women. That's mm-hmm. not that's not the goal. The goal is to be biblically faithful mm-hmm. and to love our neighbor mm-hmm. and to love our God and to legislate the destruction of image bearers is not loving. Yeah. And it is not obedient and it's not faithful and and so we're just trying to be faithful and obedient to God's word consistently. Yeah, so what is what is needed is because our our legislators are have been confronted with this stuff, and I think they're showing by the by their fruit. Um, we really need to address this from a spiritual, yeah, uh, aspect first off, mm-hmm. um, and pray that God would grant, um, as we go about the efforts of spreading the gospel and evangelizing that. Uh, the legislature would become full of people who actually know that are born again, right? Who actually and, and will, su- submit to Christ and as will, King, and will put their reputations on the mm-hmm. line, their careers on the line, at all cost, so that they could follow Him. I've, I've got, I've got nothing but respect for uh, for the senator that Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton, that brought this bill because yeah. he's he's standing by himself, yeah, in this committee that um, is hostile to him, yeah. And he's he's doing it as as far as I can tell he's doing it because of a love for Christ mm. and he's submitting to Christ and uh, not fearing what they're going to do right yeah um, because he's going to be he's going to be ostracized yeah um, there now he's not playing the game and uh, so he's not going to reap the benefits of playing the game now how to respond that's a question right. Mm-hmm. How do we then respond to these ten, or even all of the rest of those in the Senate? Um, what's the appropriate response? Right. I I think what we need to do is not respond like the world responds. Yeah. The world has a, a way of getting back and attacking and and doing the political thing. Right. Uh, we can't. We cannot underestimate the power of actual uh, of praying for these people mm-hmm. if they are Christians, and I hope they are. Yeah. Perhaps God will grant them repentance. Mm-hmm. Maybe after this whole ordeal happens, because they're going to take heat for it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it looks like they just got thrown. They're, they're scapegoats, right? They got <laughs> thrown under the bus yeah. um, by their party. Maybe God will use that to um, to awaken them to the reality of of the inconsistency. Yeah, if they are Christians, um, and give them repentance, and then we could because we've seen yeah. it happen in other pastors. Yeah, right? yeah, haven't we? And if they're if they truly are Christians, then they have the Holy Spirit in them, and yeah. um, He will convict them. Yeah, um, they'll they'll be convicted of their sins, and and we pray that but, that He'll bring them to. But repentance. we act like prayer's not a thing. We do. We act. Like, oh, we we got to like, go do something. We got to go do something. Um, we've got to. We've got to. Um, well, prayer is something. Yeah, it is, and it's the it's the most important thing. Yeah, for a believer to do yeah. is to pray and ask God to. Um, to change their hearts, if they go to a, a church, pray for their pastor. Pray that he'll be a man of conviction and and faithfulness to God's word. That that the Holy Spirit will will um, 
convict them and and reveal to them how they have been disobedient and yeah that that's what we that's what we ought to be doing yeah all right we got to shift gears now okay same theme though coming yes i posted an article today it's absolutely shocking yeah Uh, I, i read a good portion of it um the bbc posted it yep it's about the uyghurs it's I can't I can't even describe what it is. It 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 documents the systematic um, torture mm-hmm. and rape of the weaker women at these constant their concentration camps. They call them like re-education centers or something insane. So let's back up. Who are the who are the Uyghurs? They're a, they're a minority group in China. Okay. Um. Uh. They're they're Muslim. Okay. They're in the. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. My apologies. Xin, Xinjiang province, province in China. It uh, on the map. It looked like it was the northwest yeah. portion of China. It's where Mulan was filmed. The, Dis- uh, yes. the Disney movie Mulan. So yep. think about that. Like a type of country. Very desolate, isolated place. Mm-hmm. Which I I think you know probably is where you want your concentration camps to be, so you right. can hide them from the world. Mm-hmm. But people have known for a long time kind of what's going on in these these places. Um, they've got satellite imagery of people being loaded into train cars like cattle, yeah. just like they were in, in Nazi Germany. So these are this is a minority group of Muslims. Yeah, they're they're very religious, and so the Chinese government is trying to re-educate them. That that's how they're that's how they're phrasing it, right? They're sending them to re-education oh, yeah. camps. Well, they also. Um, Part of it is to systematically destroy their culture, to eradicate them. Yeah. So you know they they sterilize the women, mm-hmm. or they'll have women raped um, repeatedly by these men. It's psychological torture. Uh, you can read the. I'm not going to describe everything that goes on there. The best way I could describe it is think of the the most gruesome horror movie you could think of, and that's the what these women live. Yeah. That's their reality in which they're living, and it's systemized and it's done by the government. Yeah, they're living a nightmare mm-hmm. uh, of the most gruesome. It is. It is. I mean, the only thing we don't have there is them uh, burning them up and and their ashes floating away in chimney mm-hmm. stacks, like in Nazi Germany. But same, right? Same type of things are happening. Yeah, and we always say, like, how did that happen? How did that? How could the world let that happen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? That's what we say. How could this ever happen back then? Right. Well, you you know now. Yeah. It's happening right in front of everybody's eyes, and the the world's governments are just letting it happen. Yeah. Why is it happening, Jay? Why is it happening? You got a clip for us? Yeah. I mean, it's it, the reason is because people make money off of China. Yeah. Do you have? Do you have? That I've got clip? a clip. I've got a clip of LeBron James. Let's, let's do it. We've got a. Because this is getting at the heart of what's going on. Yeah, this gets at the heart of what's really why people turn a blind eye. Um, our politi- our politicians are in bed with China too. They make tons of money. But here's a clip of LeBron James. This was. Uh, can you switch it over there? This is LeBron talking about the little. Uh, there's a little controversy that happened. I think it was early 2020 before Corona hit, and of course, I mean, NBA they want to break into the China markets. LeBron, you'll see, he's all about that. Um, but this, j- just to frame it, these are the people who would lecture us in America that we live in an unjust society. Yeah. Right? 
America uh, is, according to LeBron, so unjust. Systemic racism. Systemic in racism. Yep. Abuse of minorities. Mm-hmm. He's so bold and outspoken. Oh yeah. Check this out. LeBron James speaking out for the first time about the battle between the NBA and China taking on Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey, whose tweet supporting anti-government protests in Hong Kong set off a firestorm between the country and the league. I don't want to get into a a feud with Daryl, but Daryl Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on on the situation at hand. All right, I got to pause it. (laughs) It's just not educated enough, Jay. (laughs) There's somebody uneducated in here. Yes. And it's not the Rockets manager, uh-huh. obviously, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, take, let's take it back to the clip. Um, and he spoke. James not commenting about any political tension in the region, instead focusing on how Maury's comments damaged the NBA's relationship with the country. So many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we what we tweet and we say. And what we do. The backlash immediate, with even U.S. senators weighing in. Republican Ben Sass of Nebraska tweeting, You're parroting communist propaganda. China is running torture camps, and you know it. James taking to Twitter later in the day to offer a clarification, saying, My team in this league just went through a difficult week. I think people need to understand what a tweet or statement can do to others. Could have waited a week to send it. This is the number one reason why we've created this platform. (laughs) To be able to have moments like this. James is no stranger to weighing in on politics. Earlier this month, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed the Fair Pay to Play Act on James' HBO show, The Shop. The four-time MVP also not afraid to take on President Trump. The number one job in America, the point of person, is someone who doesn't understand the people and really don't give a about the people. But now it's James under fire for his take on this hot-button issue. Yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be... um, a lot of negative that comes with that, too. Ron, a lot of people, of course, are pointing to the NBA's financial ties to China. How deep are they, and is there any personal stake in it for LeBron James? <laughs> well, there's no question that China is one of the league's biggest markets, but for James, it's a bit more than that. He has a lucrative deal with Nike, and sneaker sales are a growing market in that country. He also has a starring role in the upcoming movie Space Jam 2, which has massive international appeal, so the stakes are pretty high for him. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they forgot also that his shoes are made in China. Yeah. LeBron's. Right. Right. Probably by some of these slaves. Yeah. So um, the reason why no one is going to do anything about this is because of money. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, our current administration, uh, President Biden, has ties to China. Big mm-hmm. time. T- big time. And the media just suppressed it, man. It's incredible, the suppression of what happened this last election. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable because it's going on, but it's crazy. It's just nuts. Yeah. Um, just think about that. Like, just turn a blind eye. That's how this is how these terrible things happen. Mm-hmm. Financial, right? It's unbelievable, man. It's, the free speech comment too got me. If, yeah. if you ever say we have free speech, but <laughs> but you don't you don't say but you just stop. Uh huh. There's no but. Yeah. We have free speech. Yeah. It, Especially the like... Gen, the general manager of the of the Houston Rockets didn't understand how his tweet might affect people, Jay. Right. How it might affect LeBron James and his teammates who had <laughs> yeah. a really difficult yes. week. They he should have held off, held off on that. Yeah. 
because it could abuse people physically, financially, psychologically. The whole thing not, that's not, a, not like anything that's going on with the Uyghurs. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It could hurt you financially. Um could hurt yeah, some feelings. Because too. again again, going back to our main theme, it's because people like LeBron James and and people who have financial ties to China, um, they're worshiping another god. Yeah. And so they're not worshiping the real God mm-hmm. who has made man in his image. And so as long as it doesn't affect their God, they'll turn a blind eye to image bearers being tortured and abused and, you know, and exterminated. <clears throat> so these aren't Christians over there, but we, we have to right. feel like we, we have to speak out for them because mm-hmm. they're made in God's image. Right. They're Muslims, but we still see their lives as valuable. Yeah. Now here's my question to the atheist. Can you do the same? On what grounds? On what grounds would you say yeah. what's happening over there is wrong? Right. Because other people will make the the financial case. They'll make the long term. They'll they'll argue in utilitarian fashions. Well, these people aren't good for China right. long term. What's good for China long term is that this happens and they're reeducated, or they'll do like the same thing the Nazis were doing. We we could go in and and try to stop this, but it would cause all of these other yeah problems yes yeah so it's all connected it's all the theme is all there yeah the image of god they're valuable but yet we see people they obviously don't care yeah they're not valuable to them right yeah but they're valuable to god um so i don't listen to any of these people man when they try to lecture us about the united states i'm like man i gotta (laughs) listen to anything you say (laughs) right you're so morally compromised you're just blinded by it like yeah you're just blind. Yeah. When stuff like this is going on in the ch- in the country that you're trying to defend because of how it might affect you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He he has no moral high ground. He he doesn't need to be lecturing anybody on this. And the NBA? Why is the NBA even doing business with China at right. all? Period. That if if this country was a good country and our and our uh companies they had any integrity, yeah. they would all say we're not doing any business with you. Yeah, you have the 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 Uyghurs, and you disappear Christians. Christian, we didn't even talk about that. Christians yeah. just get disappeared. Yep, over there. Yeah, they just disappear. They stick I, you in some mine shaft somewhere, and you'll just work till you die. You know, I I cannot grasp how people love to criticize this country and um, accuse it of systemic racism and abuse of minorities and and. Um, and then they fawn over China. Mm-hmm. Are you like you said? There's someone that is uneducated. Yeah, yeah. It's that's for sure. It is insane. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, we got one more topic. One we got more one segment. more topic. One more topic. Okay. Do you have the clip that we were going to uh, that we were going to talk about? This was uh, when did this happen? Did this happen two days ago? You've got or did it happen yesterday with with uh, with uh, Senator Rand Paul? Oh, he was interviewing yeah, uh, Biden's insane, pick dude. for the Education Secretary. Um, I typed in Rand Paul. The first thing that comes up is Rand Paul Education, education Secretary. Secretary. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a little bit of a this is a little longer clip, but I, I think that it's good for us to see this interaction 
All as right. Ra- Rand Paul, he's 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 probably the only guy in DC that I trust. He seems like a guy that actually um, is going to think in uh, logical logical terms. He's going to shoot straight. And um, should this tactical zoom so, lens be made illegal? What just happened? <laughs> I started the video. <laughs> Let me get it. This it's, is a, fr- it's an ad. Um, All right, now I can good. pause it. Okay. All right. So he's interviewing Biden's pick for the education secretary. So yeah, this is yeah. a per- this is the person that's going to be over the the school system. This is a four right. minute clip. Yeah. I want to show the whole thing. Yeah. Um, then we'll talk about it. We're almost out of time, but again, it it gets back to this issue. image bearers. Image bearers. What is a man? What is a woman? Mm-hmm. And all of that, it's just, he's talking about women's sports. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy, man. I, I can't actually believe it. I hope this this shows the whole clip. I haven't watched this clip. If not, there's another one I can show. But let's give it a shot. Okay. You switch over. Here we go. To me, and I, I think it's this kind of thing is going to lead to really just the vast majority of America just wondering who are these people that think it's okay? From what planet are you from? I mean, to think it's okay that boys would compete with girls in a track meet, and that that somehow would be fair. The Office of Civil Rights uh, sent a letter to Connecticut saying that uh, boys can't compete with girls in, in sports or so they shouldn't be forced here? to allow boys to compete in girls' sports. Uh, if you're confirmed, will you enforce that Office of Civil Rights opinion? Hello, Senator. Uh, thank you for the question. I understand that there are a, a lot of concerns about that. Uh, it's, it's, if confirmed, it's my responsibility and my uh, privilege to make sure that we're following uh, our civil rights of all students. And that includes uh, activities that they may engage in in high school or in athletics. What do you think in general about boys running in girls' track meets like they've been doing in Connecticut? I think that it's critically important that education systems and educators respect the rights of all students, including students who are transgender, um, and that they are afforded the opportunities that every other student has to uh, participate in extracurricular activities. Does it bother you that, like, the top 20% of boys running in track meets beat all of the girls in the state and that it, you know, would be, you know, completely destroy girls' athletics? The girls are being pushed out. Um, they don't make the finals in the state meet. They don't get college scholarships. That it's really detrimental to girls' sports. Do you worry about having boys running girls' track meets? You know, I, I recognize and appreciate the concerns um, and the uh, frustrations that are expressed. I've as Commissioner of Education, have had conversations with families uh, who have felt the way you just described it and families of uh, students who are transgender. So I understand that this is a challenge. I look forward to working with you and others to... Do you think it's fair to have boys running in the girls' track, mate? I think it's appropriate for... I think it's it's the legal responsibility of schools to provide opportunities for students to uh, participate in activities, and this includes students who are transgender. So you don't have a problem then with boys running in the girls' track meet, swimming meets, name it. You're okay then with boys competing with girls? Respectfully, Senator, I think I answered the question. I believe schools should offer the opportunity for students to engage in extracurricular activities 
even if they're transgender. I think that's their right. All right. Well, a lot of us think that that's bizarre, you know, not very fair. You know, I come from a family that has a lot of girls who have been, have competed in college athletics, have been state champions, and frankly, you know, some boy that's six foot two competing against my five foot four niece doesn't sound very fair. I think most people in the country think it's bizarre, you know, that it's just <laughs> completely bizarre and unfair that people, and you're going to run the Department of Education, you've got no problem with it. Um, that concerns me. And I, I think it's this kind of thing is going to lead to really just the vast majority of America just wondering who are these people that think it's okay? From what planet are you from? I mean, to think it's okay that boys would compete with girls in a track meet, that that somehow would be fair. Um, I wonder where feminists are on this. I wonder where the people who supported women's sports are on this. I mean, we all going to be okay with hulking six foot four guys, you know, wrestling against girls? Do it, you know? It just makes no sense whatsoever. And so, I think the fact that you seem to be afraid to answer the question, or you basically do answer the question by saying it's okay without saying it's okay really is a statement to a, a real problem we have and uh, a disconnect between what middle America and what most Americans actually believe. I even think most Democrats don't believe girls should run in the, in the boys' track meet. Uh, you know, boys should run in the girls' track meet. So I'm disappointed in the answer, and uh, I just can't imagine that we're going to have a policy like that nationally. You like that condescending smile at the end? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the- this this is what this is, George. Okay. The glass ceiling has turned into the brass ceiling mm-hmm. in women's sports. It's over. If this is allowed to go through, women's sports is over. Yeah. Um it's a war on it's a war on women. It, it's it's one of the This is what's crazy about it, man. And this is what I'll say this to all of the liberals that perhaps might be listening, family members or whoever you are. Um you're complicit in this. I've got two daughters. So I see you Right now, you not speaking out, I see this as, as you declaring war on my children and their opportunities. Um, the same thing I would say to the evangelicals that helped get Biden supported. You knew this would happen. You knew this was coming. So in addition, I, I would say this, in addition to your complicit, complicity in the government funding of abortions overseas, which now we're doing, right? You know that that's one of the first things that he, with a stroke of a pen, taxpayer money is funding abortions in other countries. Evangelicals that elected help Biden get elected are complicit in that. You're also complicit in the in this this war this war on women. This is abuse. This is abuse of women. It is, and you're strangely quiet about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like how he asked, where are the feminists at? Do you think it's okay for guys to compete against women and just yeah. blow them all away? And so all of these girls that have trained and and fought so that they can, you know, be the top of their their sport, uh, earn, you know, scholarships. It's just all taken away because some guy thinks that he's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> insane it's, it is insane absolutely insane they have to act or this will be the end end for girls yeah you will take opportunities from from women yeah uh, how are you gonna how are you gonna keep guys from from doing this how are you gonna get keep guys who just claim to be transgender from from doing this because you can't ask you yeah. can't question them 
Mm-hmm. Because if you tra- if you if you question them, then you are transphobic, transphobic, right? Right. So yeah. what's going to keep a guy who gets cut from, um, you know, the baseball team because he he's just not good enough? Yeah. From, um, you know, just saying I'll I'll go try out for the the girls softball team. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 just, and just set, and just claim that I'm I identify as a girl now. And I'll just hit nukes over the fence every at bat. Like what what's going to stop? What's going to stop? Nothing's going to stop it because also um, I was reading that this is the official policy, and um, so he's gonna he's gonna be all about it mm-hmm. uh, more than what he's even saying. Here. Oh yeah, he's just trying to uh, you know, do the political <laughs> right. thing. Yeah, but I read that any school that will not uh, completely get on board with this will be threatened with losing federal funding. Mm. And that's a lot of schools, man. A lot of schools. Yep. Our government is like the mafia. That's really they are. They're like, oh, you want to do that? We'll just take our funding away. We'll watch you die. Yeah. You know? It's this is uh bad mm. days ahead. Yeah. Um and I just can't be- I cannot believe it for those that yeah. say they love women. It's, yeah. These these young girls, they're made in the image of God and they're they're made female and it's good yes it's good for them to be female yeah and it's wrong for guys to to um to abuse them this way yeah and for the government to sanction this yeah yeah it's it's sad i mean you liberals man this is just explode it's just totally laying bare the absurdity of their of their views and their worldview they're supposed to be pro-women Right. Yeah. You're supposed to be pro women, but you can't even protect women. Yep. You know, uh, it's it's insane. I, so I, you know, we we spend our time telling our our daughters, uh, you are you're you're special in this sense that God created you a woman. That's a special thing. And we don't do we don't do the liberal thing and tell them you're special. You know. Because you're a snow, you're, you know you're a special snowflake, and you can do anything you put your mind to. That's not what I mean. I mean you're special because you're created by God um, with distinct qualities that men don't have, and that is special. That's to be embraced fully. Embrace who you are as a woman. Yep. And that's incredible who you are. But the world tells you there's nothing incredible about being a woman, right? There's nothing incredible about that. That's what the world's telling them. So it just gets back to we get back to our our worldview. The Christian worldview is the worldview upon which society can be built and thrive. Right. This other worldview it, it only, will only bring destruction. It only destroys. Yep. It only leads to the abuse of women and men. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Well, All we right. need to shut Better this shut thing down, down, George. Yep. Well, thanks for listening today. Uh, hopefully, this was beneficial to you. Um, we see this theme, right? And the theme is that um, God's ways are good. He created man in His image. Man and woman, men and women are in God's image, and this is very good. And when we try to create our own realities, we get all kind of these absurd abuses: abuse of children, abuse of children in the womb. Abuse of the Uyghurs, abuse of women outside the womb in sports, um, 
the secular worldview is totally corrupted. So hopefully this has helped you to think through these things from a biblical perspective. If it has and it's beneficial to you, please give us a like, uh, a share, maybe subscribe, maybe write us a review. That's our hope as always that this has helped you to become more and more conformed to Christ.